Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR, talent, and leadership communities to you. For more episodes and the latest articles covering what's new in the world of work, visit hrgazette.com, subscribe and follow us on social media. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this HR chat, we're going to talk about several things, including employee benefits and the dangers of burnout. My guest today is Karen Mangia, VP of Customer and Market Insights at Salesforce. She is a TEDx speaker and best-selling author, now publishing her latest book, Success from Anywhere, detailing the shifting landscape of working from home and what that means for the success of one's business. Incredible figures have endorsed success from anywhere, including Ariana Huffington, founder of the Huffington Post, and Tony Rodoni, CEO of Salesforce. Karen, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the HR Chat Show today. So Karen, beyond my wee introduction there, why don't you take a minute or so and, and tell our listeners a bit more about yourself? Well, when I think about my career, two themes stand out storytelling and customer connection. I've worked at AT AT&T, Cisco, and Salesforce. And throughout that period of time, I've been fortunate to be in sales and sales leadership, customer experience, and now in market strategy. And a common core theme is really connecting with customers and understanding the challenges that they are addressing and also how they're imagining the future. And I'm fortunate that I have the opportunity to help share some ideas for how to build that vision for the future and then take steps to bring that vision to life. And I'm fortunate along the way to hear a number of compelling stories about how individuals and organizations are redefining success and reworking work as a result. And those are the stories that you hear both throughout the books as well as interviews like these. Okay, rock and roll. Thank you very much. Let's get into some of the lessons then uh, from your books and and, uh, from your talks. Firstly, in your opinion, what will it take for us to close the gap between what employers are willing to offer and what employees expect? What we're trying to solve for is how to move from I quit to I commit. And there's various versions of quitting your job. I mean, one is literally exiting your company to perhaps go to another one. We hear a number of people who are leaving jobs in larger organizations now to go start their own businesses and become entrepreneurs. And perhaps an even more pervasive trend is the number of employees who have kind of quit while still on the job. They're not fully engaged. And when I think about reconciling and closing that gap between what employers are willing to offer and what employees expect, one of the most powerful renewable resources that we can create and leverage is choice. We all want the freedom to choose. And a great example that shows up for me is General Mills, the people who make cereal and flour. And like many organizations, their employees were reporting a high degree of burnout. 
And they wanted to offer employees something to address that burnout. So the company rolled out some extra holiday time. And they were surprised when fewer than 8% of their employees took advantage of that extra holiday. When they stepped away, they decided to do some deep listening, ask employees more questions. And they also got very curious about brain science, you know, what motivates all of us. And so they returned to that same group of 10,000 employees and they said, you're experiencing a high degree of burnout. We hear you. And that's why we are introducing the gift of choice program. And within the gift of choice program, you will have three choices, more holiday, more pay, or the donation to a charity of your choice. Now, within 24 hours of rolling out the gift of choice program, 85% of their employees opted into the program. So there was already an improvement, 8% to 85%. What's most surprising at all is the top choice. When given the choice between more holiday, more pay, or donation to a charity of your choice, the number one choice among employees was more holiday. And what absolutely rivets and fascinates me about that story is the employer got to the outcome they were originally willing to offer. The only thing that changed was giving employees a choice. And the brain science behind that is for all of us, anywhere in any kind of organization, when we are given the opportunity to choose unexpectedly from options we view as favorable, it does great things in our brain that say, I love it here. I feel seen and heard and satisfied. And I think about what would change, what might be possible if we deeply listened to our employees and then offered some choices that we as employers were willing to live with, what might that change? We'll be right back to this conversation after this very brief message from today's sponsoring partner. Healthy habits begin in the workplace and Lifeomic Precision Wellness is the corporate wellness program built for teams looking for a fun and scientifically proven way to build out daily strategies around improving physical and mental health and preventing chronic disease. Complete healthy habits, earn life points, top the leaderboard and share your progress with co-workers, friends and family along the way in an easy to use mobile app. Start your free trial of Precision Wellness today at precisionwellness.io. Perfect. Thank you very much. So more holiday time, for example, um, it's, it's not a new idea right? It's an important idea and um, it's certainly valued. And, and uh, to, to your point, uh, if, it, if it comes from the horse's mouth, so to speak, uh, and it's, it's proven that that's what the employees really want, then that's terribly important. But um, I guess my next question for you is, is what else? What, what, what else is new out there in terms of benefits that organizations can offer their employees? And, and as part of that, I'd, I'd love to get a bit of a, a use case to understand what, what, what are they doing at Salesforce to, to re-engage their employees with, with, with new innovative benefits? Well, our headline news is we are starting what we call the Trailblazer Ranch. We are dedicating a space for employees to come together 
for learning and wellness programs and discovery. And as the Trailblazer Ranch continues to evolve and to expand, we envision opportunities to invite our customers and members of our ecosystem to be a part of some of those immersive experiences as well. And we're not alone. A number of organizations are thinking about wellness and well-being in the workplace, and they're evolving two things. First, how they design the space inside of their offices or real estate to make it easier to commit to gathering with a purpose, to bringing people together for a reason, uh, whether that's collaboration, learning, discovery. And the other is thinking differently about employee benefits. And some new and different employee benefits I see being offered in organizations around the world. Uh, one organization rolled out global travel, an actual travel allowance, a miniature sabbatical of sorts, to give their employees the opportunity to travel and see the world without needing to quit their job to do it. And it, the idea behind this is travel as a wellness benefit, you know, travel as a health benefit in a sense. Another organization that's doing remarkable work is called Gift Pack. And Gift Pack uses technology to scan your personal preferences and then help your employer recommend gifts to you, perhaps for the holidays or for a service anniversary that are tuned to your preferences. So imagine if I knew that you like to travel, cook, and be with your family. And so what was offered to you for your service anniversary thank you gift was a gift certificate to perhaps a hotel chain or Airbnb, the opportunity to get some meals delivered to your home through a meal delivery service, or the opportunity to have a professional photographer come and take photos of your family. What they're discovering is that personalization of even something as simple as an employer to employee gift results in a higher level of employee satisfaction and retention because people feel seen, heard, and acknowledged and like that service matters and like their employer knows them and knows what they care about. There are other organizations that are offering personal concierge services. So someone to run errands for you so many hours per month. Others are offering tutoring services to assist your children. Really this new world of thinking about employee engagement and wellness and well-being in the workplace is all about being thoughtful about how we make sure that employees have both the time and the resources to invest in and pursue what matters most. And if you think about what's happened in the past, sometimes it's easy to feel like the choice between living well and working well is mutually exclusive. And what we're seeing now as a new trend is employees are no longer willing to choose work or life at the expense of the other. So employers that are being thoughtful are really rethinking the benefits they offer to make sure they are beneficial and contribute to employees being able to live well and to work well. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, regular listeners of this show will know that I'm uh, never fearful of a shameless plug. So based on uh, what Karen was just saying there, I'd also urge listeners to check out uh, episodes featuring um, Arivia, who are a travel organization, and uh, Blueboards, who are uh, focused on experiential 
benefits and rewards, uh, which often does include traveling to exotic places and doing uh, lots of fun activities. That those are both very interesting conversations too. Um, hey, one thing I do want to ask you about now, Karen, is um, benefits are really important. Okay, and 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 certainly listening to employees to understand what they want is terribly important. But I, I wonder also how important it is. Uh, to have a, an employer brand that you really do respect and you get the why of. You're very lucky to work in a, in a very, very well-known and respected organization, Salesforce. My question for you is, ultimately, is, is, is that affili affiliation, is that, is that affinity with one's employer brand more important than, than the benefits that the brand offers? I think that depends on the person. I you could choose any admired organization that's based on purpose. And I'm fortunate that at Salesforce, when you hear us talk about business as the greatest platform for change and being a purpose-driven organization, that is the authentic experience that I have as an employee as well. And I'm incredibly grateful for that. What I would offer though, is even if you see your organization's purpose and you believe in it and you have the worst, most micromanaging person that you're working for every day. What I would tell you is your day-to-day -day lived experience is going to significantly, significantly outweigh the stated experience of your organization. Meaning your organization may have a purpose and you may feel aligned with that purpose, What's more critical about how you feel about your role is, do you find purpose in the work that you are doing on a day-to-day -day basis? And what is that relationship like? And what is the culture like with your first-line manager and in the team where you spend most of your time? What I think is, is as important or perhaps more important than purpose is values. Is there a values alignment between your personal values and how the organization's values show up in your everyday work? And also, do you feel valued? Those are all critical elements. I mean, we could take any organization that's doing great things in the world that has a purpose. And if you're living outside of alignment with your values, if you're aligned with the purpose and yet your team environment every day is toxic, you're, it's going to change how you feel about that brand, no matter how much marketing and purpose goes into what the business is doing. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, earlier on, you, you touched upon the, the issue of uh, burnout, but I, I want to delve a bit deeper with that with you now on that um you know it's, it burnout is a huge issue of course and um and over the last couple of years uh it, it's never been uh uh more prevalent i think in, in organizations i'm sure you and i have experienced burnout over, over the course of the last couple of years due to the context of the pandemic um what, what advice do you have for employees who are struggling with burnout Burnout is living outside of your values for an extended period of time. And my advice would be to conduct the stress-free experiment. I mean, doesn't that sound wonderful? Who doesn't want to live stress-free given the choice? This is an actual scientific experiment that was started at Stanford University in the United States. And the stress-free experiment started with a group of university students. And scientists gave these students who were reporting a high degree of burnout an assignment over the holiday break. 
Each student was instructed to use a physical pen and paper and spend 10 minutes each day writing in a journal about any thoughts that came to mind. The sentences did not need to be perfect. Grammar didn't matter. Just write for 10 minutes a day. Then they selected a small group of students and gave them a special assignment. For that small group of students, they were to use that 10 minutes to write about their top value and how that value showed up in their everyday life. So when the students returned to classes, the scientists studied the journal entries and pages and also the performance and feelings of the students as they move forward. And what the scientists discovered, an experiment that's now been repeated with thousands and thousands of people, everyone from executives to entrepreneurs and everything in between, what they discovered is the students who spent 10 minutes, even if they only did it one time, writing about their top value and how their top value showed up in everyday life, reported lower levels of stress and burnout and higher degrees of confidence, resilience, and performance. Because here's what happens. When you reconnect with your values, when you're clear about your values and about what matters most to you, even if your circumstances don't change, you are able to change your relationship with your circumstances. When I think about burnout, living outside of your values for an extended period of time, what would happen if you took a pause today after listening to this podcast and spent 10 minutes thoughtfully considering your top value and how your top value is showing up in your everyday life? It's a powerful tool to think about what matters and how do you put your best energy and effort there. Karen, I'm, I'm sad to say that we're already coming towards the end of this particular interview. Just a couple more questions for you before we do wrap up. Um, next is, what, what are your top sort of three to five predictions for, for the future of work over the next few years? What I predict is that asynchronous work will continue to become more common and will get better at it. This motion of not needing to work in the same place at the same time, I think that will give us access to more and better talent and also help with employee engagement and loyalty and retention. Second, I predict we will see more workers become flexible workers. So not necessarily bound to a single organization. We'll see more workers having an expert skill and applying that across multiple organizations. And the third is the employers who embrace and offer the opportunity to choose, who look in the direction of meaning over mandates, will be the ones that will experience the highest level of growth and will ultimately dominate their markets in which they operate. Super, thank you. And just finally for today, how can our listeners connect with you? Maybe maybe that's through LinkedIn. Maybe you want to share your email address. Maybe you're really cool and you're on TikTok. And also, how can they get a copy of your latest book, Success From Anywhere? My books are available on Amazon or your favorite online retailer. And in addition, I would love to connect with your readers on LinkedIn or listeners, excuse me, on LinkedIn, Twitter, 
Instagram, and I have a Facebook author page as well. And I regularly share new content, new ideas, new trends, and also feature lots of other smart people who are coming up with new ideas and ways to rework work. Perfect. I'm not sure if you and I are connected on LinkedIn yet, but let's make sure that we do something about that very soon. Um, hey, Karen, uh, that's it for now. I've really enjoyed this conversation and it just leads me to say thank you very much for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you for the opportunity. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. There are hundreds of conversations with business experts available for free on the HR Gazette website, Apple, Spotify, and all the main platforms. And remember to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media.